the Sue Morgan Podcast, episode 99. We have all the time in the world. Hello. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Hi, what a lovely voice you've got today. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You don't many times get any uh, compliments off of me these days. No, I don't do I. I should do. I should get more, really. Yeah, well, I'm going to start being nice to you for a change. Oh, that's that's lovely. Thank you, Sue. You're welcome. You used to be you used to be my biggest that. fan in more ways than I one. Still, I still am. Nineteen <laughs> <laughs> stunt biggest fan of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of that, Sue, any any um change this week? Uh, I put on four arms. Oh, that's not too bad then. No, it's it's literally nothing. But I've had the most embarrassing week going twice. Oh, what? So you've been in, you've been in an embarrassing situation a couple of times. No, two right, I have one. I couldn't. Well, two I couldn't tell really. Right, go on then. Do it. Tell uh, us. The first one was when I was in town on the outside, uh, across from the uh, library where they've got this form, and I was that shattered because I'd been shopping in errands. And I went, I was going to go to cafe, and I just sat down for a breather. And I ended up on the floor, on my backside, so everybody thought I was drunk. Oh, dear. Twisted my leg. Ouch. And then I managed to get up, though. The second that happened the next day is where uh, I was in uh, the toilet at Billy's. And, uh, oh, no, you didn't... Oh, oh, wait a second, you didn't get stuck in the crack again, did you? Uh, no, even worse than that... Go on. I was changing my son, I had to change my trousers and um, Billy's support worker had gone to the shop for him and come back and uh, and there's like a, a, lamp, a corridor sort of thing to get into Billy's bedroom to get changed and he'd seen all I had on were a T-shirt and he could see everything else. And oh my and goodness. And <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. And I just thought, you know, and my face went bright red, I thought, oh God. So I just got that embarrassed and I rushed into the bedroom and shut the door. Like that would have been a shock for him, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, well, he's left now. <laughs> <laughs> he's left. Probably... Yeah, he leaves this week. Oh, right. Well, that was nothing to do with you being naked, though, was it? No, no, but... Oh, God, <laughs> I've never done that again. Wow. <laughs> Getting caught in act one, it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Well, you know, these things happen. He's, he's, he's probably seen worse. He's probably seen he worse. He probably has. Probably seen worse. <laughs> wow. Look, um, today, Sue, uh, I've noticed um, that um, it's episode 99. Yeah, I know it is. So it means yeah. that we're going to reach the 100 next week. So that's almost yeah, two years of doing this. Quite remarkable, really. Well, two years since I got out of hospital next month, Ian. I know. I know. I thought it were only going to last six months. But, hey, people want it. They wanted it. They 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 wanted it. They begged for it, and we gave it to them. In fact, we yeah, forced it down sure. their throats, forced it into their sure ear holes. Did. Sure did. <laughs> well, ever since some, more, some weeks more crazier than others. Like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, yeah. you got I mean, to take. I, I mean, uh, it's got to be Barry weeks, hasn't it? You got to take rough with the smooth. One's going. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's getting tougher these days, though, isn't it? Because we're, we're both of us are really really busy. When we first started this in lockdown. We had all the time in the world, didn't we? Like that James Bond theme. We have all the time in the world. <laughs> Who did that? Louis Armstrong, wasn't it? Yeah, he did, yeah. I think that's the last yeah. song he ever recorded before before he um, left this earth, so to speak. 
Yeah, yeah, it could have gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there we go. Um, well, we should talk about last week. We kind of ended on a down. So let's not do that this week. No, uh, let's won't end up as a laugh. Yeah, with a laugh. But we do have to mention Darius. You texted me this week and you said, Did you hear the news? I said, Yeah, I heard oh, the yeah, news. Yeah. Oh, God, that was shock, that one. Yeah, so. Um, this is Darius yeah, Dinesh. I watched the Pop Idol days and I can remember he got knocked out. Originally, because uh, I think it was it Rick Waller got through to the last three, but he took ill, so the scent got, got Darius back. But my God, Auntie, you done well, eh? He did do well. Uh, yeah, and he was he was in America, wasn't he? And now and now he's passed yeah. away. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know, forty-one year old and all, no age. No. But this good said on news that it's going to take two months before his family can find out the cause of his death. Exactly well, what happened. I'm thinking it's suspicious. Yeah. Well, it's really weird because um, on the day that we found out the news. Um, obviously, I played Colourblind, which was a big number one when it first came out, his first single. And then the next day, um, I was doing On This Day of Music History on my show, and I'd already got him down to play Colourblind because it was 20 years to the day, I think, yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, we, we're recording this on a Thursday, so um, yesterday would have been... What's the date today? Is it the It's the 18th today, isn't it? It's yeah. the 18th. So on the 17th of August, 20, 2002... Yeah. 2002, um, he had his first number one. So it's been 20 years ago this week since Colourblind was at number one. I thought, what a strange coincidence. It's mental, isn't it? It is a bit. Crazy. That's really sad. Yeah. Really sad. But yes, I've got some Sue's headlines for you. Um, plenty oh, of stuff to talk about today, which is kind of exciting. Get your views. Sideways look on the news. Sideways look on the news, Sue. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I've just got to find, there's no real order that I need to do them in, but I wanted to start with this one. Here we go. Here we go. Um, so then, um, you love your pets, Sue. Absolutely adore them. You love them. Well, what about this pet here? I know you've not got a cat, but this is a story about a cat. I like pussies. I'm, I'm sure you do. Um, that, that fella saw one, didn't he? <laughs> um, right. Uh, <laughs> cat gave me CPR is the headline. Uh, 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 that 
is my own new song. How was that? I don't think it'll make number one. How was my new song? Was it that number one? I don't know what's happening. Do, 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 do you want me to give it? Do, listen, 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 Billy. We're talking about pussies. Billy, Billy, listen. This is what I think of your song. <laughs> so there you go. Right, okay, so here we So I've got one of these little sound machines. Great. Uh, right, cat gave me CPR. Pet saves heart attack owner by pounding on chest. A cat has saved his owner's life by pounding on his paws on her chest, or by pounding his paws on her chest as he as as um, she slept after she had a heart attack. I'm confused here. Okay, so a cat saved its owner's life by pounding his paws on her chest as she slept after she had a heart attack. Billy seven, same name as our very own Billy. Billy Seven also meowed loudly in the ear of medical receptionist Sam Felstead to wake her and was able to alert her mum, Karen. Um, Karen rushed single Sam, 42, 42-year-old having a heart attack. That's not good, is it? Um, no. To hospital where doctors confirmed a blocked artery at, that had caused the heart attack. So basically the cat saved her blooming life. Well done, Billy. Oh, well done. Well done to the pussycat. Well done to the pussycat. Right, okay, next one is this one. Um, A love of alcohol is in the genes, apparently, a study has found. It means hellraisers, such as the late film star Ollie Reed, were born to be wild for booze. Researchers found that people's favourite food and drink tastes are influenced by their genes as well as their habits and childhood. DNA even helps determine a drinker's preferred tipple, whether it be a glass of wine or a drop of the hard stuff. Now, I know that you don't drink anymore, Sue, but no, um, did your mum drink? No, she didn't. She was teetotal as well. What about your dad? Did your dad drink? Uh, he was an alcoholic. Right, OK. So you used well, to like... falling down the steps at the pub outside there. Uh, I can't remember what the pub they used to. I think it was... The, there was one, the black... Is it the black boy? Or yeah, something, yeah. What it used to be at Mansfield. And, in the marketplace. A pub we used to, yeah, he used to um, fall down the sta- steps more than hotels at the other pub. There you go. And you used to like a tipple yourself, didn't you? So maybe you got it off your dad. Well, yeah, I used to do. Yeah, but yeah. not, but nothing, nothing that crazy. Nothing like him, no. Nothing falling down no, the stairs. Waste of space. All right, there you go. We won't go into that one. Here's another story. A pub has been mocked for serving up a roast dinner smaller than a Yorkshire pudding. Can I just say that this Yorkshire pudding is rather big? But, um, yes, um, basically, the £15 Sunday lunch featured in a viral TikTok video including two meagre scraps of meat and a charred ball of stuffing and drizzle and a little drizzle of gravy. It came with an Aunt Bessie-style Yorkie and a bizarre sprig of herbs. <laughs> Who has herbs on um, their Sunday lunch? Um, the uh, the pud- oh, What does it say here? This portion was dished up at an unnamed pub in Salford and posted on social media by Stacey Henderson. In the clip, the man who ordered the roast says, Where's the rest of it? That's not is it? That's not it, is it? That's not it, is it? That's not it, is it? <laughs> Stacey, 24, wrote in the comments, The server placed it down and left. It cost £15, 
Poor guy's still starving. There's a picture of it here. It does look it does look meagre. But I'm guessing the portion sizes are going to get smaller because of the situation with the, you know, the inflammation. Infl- the inflammation. The situation with the infl... In- I'll say it again. The situation with the inflation, Sue. So th- inflation. Inflation, not inflammation. Um, but yeah, there you go. So I guess that um, if you are going to go out for meals, uh, the meals portions are going to get smaller because, you know, we're going to have to cut, you know... Cut our cloth. Cut our, can't even speak tonight. Cut our cloth accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> Sue, um, um, d- do you get angry when you get a small portion, um, <laughs> so to speak? You didn't get one from really. that fellow that you saw in the in the hallway, did you? <laughs> what a small portion! <laughs> <laughs> I wish his trousers had fallen out. Oh, at that moment, you would have uh, pounced on him. No, no, I know you knew. I know you wouldn't. Sorry, we're being a bit rude tonight, aren't we? When you get a small portion in a eatery, a restaurant, cafe, are you disappointed? Do you say, "Oi, where's the rest of it?" Because <laughs> <laughs> they never give me small portions. I think I've ever had one small portion at Butlins, but like now nah, it's all self-service out there. Right. Yeah. They just go and feed your face. Feed your face. I bet you're a buffet. Lady, aren't you? You love a good yeah, buffet. Yeah. yeah. But I have to now watch what I'm eating. Of course you do. Calories. Of course you do these days. Talking yeah. of small portions, here's Billy. I'm here. He's I'm there. On my down in You're in Inverness. Very nice. I fell through that floor with all that weight I had on. I've lost not much, but I kept it on. Do you think Sue's big, Billy? No. No. No, you don't. There you go. So, Sue, you don't need to lose any weight. Billy thinks that you look just fine. But I've only been a boss weight. Oh, good. I'm pleased. And by the way, I found out what took me the blanks. I've got a new pair of shoes. What shoes are in there? And I'm walking fast. Okay. So, it was his shoes that was causing the problem with his legs. So, Wow. I got a new pair of shoes and I sit to a tea and I thought, well, when I went in the other day, because I did a bit of retail therapy. Right. And I went in, got myself a pair of shoes from Shoes Home down in Mansfield. Not bad for a tanner. Shoes Home. And I tried them on this time where, and the fit to it, you're perfect and I can walk lovely in them. Right. I thought he was talking about himself. He said that he was struggling with yeah, walking. Yeah, well, I've given my pair of shoes that I had, the trainers that I had, that I yeah, could walk man. properly in and... Uh, yeah, because the shoes he were on, they were too big for him. Right. Give me them, uh, uh, them shoes, and I absolutely Brilliant. Well, I'm pleased. I'm pleased that you are now, now you're sorted. Surely. Surely, though. He's just talking absolute gibberish. He's talking about... And I'm worth number nine. It's number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Oh, my God. So I'm putting that old that old version in. All right, Billy, do you put them in bed? I'm going to put it just in bed. Okay, great. Uh, make hay, not war. A furious homeowner stood in front of a giant combine harvester to moan about dust being blown into his sandwich. 
The man was a few feet from the huge blades before he was seen and the machine's oblivious driver alerted. That person could have been killed. What were they thinking? Agriculture student Eleanor Gilbert was in an escort vehicle with Mum Sandy when they saw the lone figure march into the <laughs> into the waist-high field of wheat. She radioed stepdad Dan, who was driving. Footage shows the man angrily confronting Sandy in the field near Thatcham in Berkshire, saying, We're just having a family meal and, and he sprayed our table twice! Eleanor said, It's incredibly dangerous. He popped out of the hedge earlier to complain about the noise and dust. When it's been so dry, the dust can be thick. It just can't be helped, Farmer Dan said. It's 10 out of 10 for stupidity. It's 10 out of 10 for stupidity. We're working flat out to bring the grain harvest in. Doesn't he know where the bread in the sandwich comes from? There's a picture of him here, yeah? Goodness gracious. He looks like, he looks like this fella is... This fella who's got his arm up, um, sort of like demanding the um, demanding the combine harvesters to stop, looks like a scarecrow. And they filmed it all as well, so there we go. So, uh, man stands in combine path, blasts, stop ruining dinner. Maybe you shouldn't live next door to a farm then, for goodness sake. Is Sue there, Billy? I'm here, okay, yeah. Right, okay, I thought you'd gone then. Always. I thought you'd left me. I haven't gone at all. I thought you'd left me to, to speak to the... <laughs> speak to the lunatic Inverness man. I mean, Billy, shut your gob. I'm here, okay. Jam first for cream tea lovers. How do you eat your scones, Sue? Is it jam first or is it... Um, is it... Um, Cream first. Jam usually. Jam and then the cream on top. Okay, well... You can't beat Cornwall for that. Well, it's Devon, apparently. Oh, no, wait a second. Nearly two-thirds, 62%, reckon that Cornwall knows best. Yes, you know that it was Cornwall. Devon is the other way around, isn't it, where it's cream and then Mm. your jam. I have to admit, I don't like to be, you know, against you on this, so I am a Devon man myself, so I like to put my cream first and then... But, you know, you are with the... You're in with the in crowd... Because most people do it your way. And I think we've had this conversation before. Why do they keep writing about how people eat their scones in British papers? It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's just like, come on, talk about something else. And the last one today, Sue. The last one. Oh, it's a brilliant. So I'm going to describe this picture for you. There is uh, some cars. It's the middle of the night. Uh, somebody's taking a picture out of a out of a window down on the cars, and on the closest car, there's a bloke um, in his pants um, lying face down on the roof of a car, sleeping. What? It's true. There's a, it, it, it looks like he's either... He looks, shut up, for goodness sake, I'm trying my best here. We're not talking about bloody holidays at the minute. We're talking about somebody laid on top of a bloody car. Yeah, so this guy, he looks like he's fallen from the sky or he's having a kip. And it says here, a man lies asleep on a car roof wearing just pants and socks. Local Tom Selby suspected badgers were to blame when he heard a commotion in the night and saw debris the next day. But when he checked his CCTV, he clocked the near-nude bloke lying face down on the vehicle in the car park. Tom of Cromer, Norfolk, also noted that the mystery man had an outrageously violent wedgie. He did. You can see his bum cheeks here. 
Looks a little bit like Billy, actually. Billy, were you in Chroma? It could have been Barry. You never know if it was somebody what was bold and looked... Well, it could have been Billy, I suppose, but... No, it's Barry not. Barry is bold and all. Maybe it's Barry. I'm old, <laughs> I've never been put to the other because I'm a good boy. Well, there's always the first it. time getting naked on top right of the car. When I was born, right until now, I'm not gonna be, I've never been to court once. He looks like good. I'm pleased. Looks like he's wearing a um, a, a g-string. Oh, you've never been to court. Well, good. I'm pleased that you've never been to court. And I'm I'm glad that you're not bragging about your time in in the pokey. Right. Okay. So, Sue, next week is the one hundred. Is the one hundredth Sue Morgan podcast? Nobody thought we'd get this far. So hopefully, I even I didn't think we would. Hopefully, all being well, um, we will be here next week with another episode of um the sue morgan podcast and um let's hope it's a good one i, I was yeah, gonna i can lose some weight because i'm gonna determine to keep on that healthy stuff now yeah what we need is we need a celebratory weight loss for for number 100 so you've got to be careful this week sue i am dean i've been careful today good stuff that's what i like I to hear fish chips and peas yesterday i think that's why i put on the weight fish chips and peas well, yeah, fish no. chips what and peas I'm coming off the crisps and all, I tell you. And cook down on the drinks as well. The fizzy drinks, yeah. Do you know what? Billy's got Billy's got some good advice there. Normally he's, he's away with the fairies, but he's saying the right things there, Sue. He's saying the right things, yeah. Yeah. But the drinks are tar drink, a diet, diet stuff anyway. Right, that's or good. Water. Fizzy it things, carbonated things are a bit weird. Uh, yeah. But, you know, just do what you can, Sue. Um, and That's we'll... what I'm going to do. I mean, the uh, person, Jack, that texts the course, he says, just keep carrying on the way I do. Yeah, chipping away, chipping away. But now they, I'm glad the weather's, you know, it's uh, cooled down a hell of a lot. It has. But when it rained the other day, I just loved sitting out in it. Do you sit in the rain, did you? Oh, yes. Yeah, it cooled me down a lot. Jack's reminded me of um, a great song by the fabulous Neil Sedaka. Laughter in the rain, you know that song. Well, I want laughing in rain. I was just sat waiting for a bus. <laughs> Surely you were underneath a um, underneath one of those bus shelter things, were you not? No, because there's a seat on where Billy where Billy lives. Uh, I've seen you at seat. it. I've seen you at that seat. I've I've well, peeped I you. you. I've peeped you in my bench. car. Sat on your yeah, bench. I know that's not a bench. And you were happy to just get wet? Oh, yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I love it too. But uh, do you know what? I'll be honest with you. I liked the hotter weather than this kind of weather myself. Oh, yeah, but not too hot. (laughs) Welcome to the UK where we're never happy. Right. we're not. We're never happy, are we? We're never satisfied. And that's sort of sad in a way, isn't it? It is. Look. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely weekend, and we'll do it all over again next week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ian. You take care. Take care. Are you going to karaoke? Um. Well, I don't think you're going, are you? Yeah, we're going. Yeah, right. We're going. Well, yeah. keeping it a secret. Okay. We mind. might be there. We might not be there. I don't. Yeah, to be fair. To be fair, I don't. Well, I'm definitely not going because you'll be demanding money off me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it's not your birthday then. Well, you've never been to court. 74 years and he's never been before the judge and jury. Thank goodness for that because they would have, they would have slammed him up. Chucked the book at him. Chucked the book at him and thrown him, throw away the keys. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, don't know. But possibly anything's possible, Sue. At this moment, nothing Anything. has been decided. But um, I did miss. I missed it last month. To be honest with you, I missed it. Is it the last I couple know, of months? You as well. We missed you. They missed you. Yeah. Well, we we like to cause a stir, but then sometimes I come home and I'm like, oh, really? Did we do that? I feel a bit embarrassed about it all. And now that um, now that CJ the DJ um, likes to record things for TikTok. He's brilliant, isn't he? He's very good. But then it's like, oh, and then I have to relive, you know, all of my silliness, you know, via <laughs> that. So there we go. Anyways, look, yeah. um, have a good one. Take care. And, you know, yeah, might, might see you at the karaoke. Yeah. If not, we'll speak on Saturday. Okay, no, then uh, see you later. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. They haven't put the phone down. Hello? I'm in!